0: Hey y'all, it's Jabari. And it's Jalea, And we are Fire Fuel by Air podcast.
1: Friends talking about life, college, astrology, all things black and more. Through lighthearted, informative and downright funny conversation.
0: So today I'll uh, we'll be talking about the George Floyd case and police brutality in America. Um, it's a topic that you know we've thought about and you know it's something that's recent and so we decided to bring it to you all to give you our thoughts and what we you know how we feel about the situation. So Jalea would you like to take over with this?
1: Yeah so as many of you may know George Floyd a 46 year old African-American man died in Minneapolis on Monday, May 25th, 2020, after being handcuffed and pinned to the ground by Derek Chauvin, a white police officer. Bystanders captured the video of the officer behind a police car using his knee to pin Mr. Floyd in his neck for almost nine minutes, ultimately leading to his death. Mr. Chauvin was fired and released from the Minneapolis Police Department along with three other fire officers who were involved. Today, a family mourns, a city mourns, a state mourns, a country mourns, and Black people mourn. Another Black man has been killed in America by the same people who are supposed to protect us. Why?
0: Wow. Um, Before we get into, you know, our discussion. I do want to share a uh, a monologue from the Netflix original show "Dear White People." Um, the main character, Samantha White, has a radio show on campus entitled "Dear White People," uh, where she expresses, you know, issues that on campus in America, um, also issues that uh, you know affect Black people. Mm -hmm. And disclaimer, the language in this um, is a tad bit explicit, Um, so full warning. And it says, Dear white people, wow, y'all really trying it. I get that being reduced to a race-based generalization is a new and devastating experience for some of you, but here's the difference. My jokes don't incarcerate your youth at alarming rates or make it unsafe for you to walk your own neighborhoods. but yours do. When you mock or belittle us, you enforce an existing system. Cops everywhere staring at the barrel of a gun at a black man don't see a human being. They see a caricature a thug a nigger
1: yeah that's that's deep that's saying a lot
0: yeah and I do this This is from I believe 2017 or some, somewhere at that time but just as it was relevant at that time I honestly do believe that it's still relevant today. Oh, yeah. And Jalea, you want to?
1: Yeah. And that definitely um, is becoming a reoccurring theme. You know, we have been going through this not only as a, you know, as a people for decades on decades, but like us as kids, you know, we. We were young, what, like 12, 13 when this happened to Trayvon Martin, you know, as kids seeing that happen. And now that we're officially becoming young adults and have, you know, the opportunity to do something about it, you know, it's really becoming apparent. And, you know, we just want to get on here and talk about the issue of both parties, because I mean, what can the officers now do? is not just what now is we as black people can do we now have to look at the officers and see where are we missing the page because I mean I understand your job is different I mean your job is dangerous and half the people out there would not be able to do it you know but nobody told you to go out there and get a job that you were afraid of um this is like further than just being scary and just being a little afraid of who you're going to arrest or who you're going to confront at what point do we draw the line between police officers being intimidated by black people versus them being racist and targeting black people Mm. yeah so i mean we're told you know it's a big thing you know everyone's like you can't categorize all police officers as bad cops you know you just have those few bad apples but yet they do it to black people you know all black people are being characterized as these thugs quote unquote you know I believe you know when you're becoming a police officer in a majority black city there needs to be some type of training on how to approach and treat black people we're supposed to give these officers you know utmost respect when it comes to being pulled over and encountering them but when is that respect come both ways you know like why does this continue to happen is basically what I'm trying to say go ahead
0: right no doubt and like me as a as a black man not saying that black women don't face the same thing but at the same time you know black men are seen as the threat because you know slavery slavery starts everything you know when it comes to uh, racial injustice and stuff in America because at one point in time black people were seen as property mm-hmm. so when they built this country when they set up laws and things like that the superior was the white male right then you know white women came along and you know they had their thing going on but black people you know were still seen as the lesser and you know when the laws of the land were created you know property don't need laws you know what I'm saying Exactly. whoever owns you you know you just gotta do whatever they tell you Mm Mm-hmm. And so when you have a system that you know everybody's thinking, thinking a lot right, everybody's thinking that way. So to everyone your property, you know. I'm not saying that all the people were like that because there were people who were, you know, that's not right, you know, there needs to be changed. Change did come, you know, we were that free and and you know, we got our civil rights to a certain extent, things like that. But at the same time, that mindset is still, you know, prevalent. Yeah. In today's society. We're
1: we're definitely still fighting. You know, it's definitely still relevant and we've come we still have so you know so much far further to go you know it's not just oh well let's just sit here and be idle and okay with it like at least we're not still way back where we were no the only way we can continue to move forward is if we acknowledge the issue and you know come forward about it and like for instance like I want all y'all out there to just imagine this so I'm a 19 year old black female driving a Mustang. Already a red flag because I'm driving a car that's gonna be targeted. So I'm on my way back to college. I go to Mississippi State University, coming back from Alabama from Christmas break. And I get trapped in the middle of a traffic stop. Not necessarily pulled over. So I have no record, never been in any trouble. I have a valid license, cars insured, nothing is illegal in my car yet. I feel guilty before the officer even has a chance to come up to my window. Now, in my situation, I was lucky and I was blessed that I drove away with no issues at all. But I immediately called my mom, close to tears, letting her know that I was okay. And she knew nothing about this, you know, traffic stop, which which is becoming more prevalent now to where if you do get pulled over, open up your phone, call somebody, or start recording immediately. My mind couldn't get there because, like I said, this was a traffic stop, so the officer was already close to my car before I even had a chance to do all that. But the reason why I insisted on calling her was because I'm one wrong move from being a George Floyd. Like, I'm one wrong move from being a Sandra Blant all of these names, all of these people out here who have died in the arms, and the hands, in custody of police officers, this is a Black person's reality. You know, like, this is what we have to deal with daily. And I, I bring the question out for all of our listeners, but Jabbar, you can answer it too, um, since you are a Black male. And I believe many of us have gone through this in our homes. Did you ever have to have a sit-down or conversation with, you know, your mom about how to act when you're encountering a police officer?
0: Um, I will say a hey, sit-down? No, not really. Um, You know, it was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, car ride. Well, you know what to do, you know, uh, be respectful, you know. You know how police are. I, I will say this my aunt um, and my cousin both uh, trained to be police officers at the Jackson Police Academy so they were uh, officers for the Jackson Police Department JPD now Mm -hmm. they're not anymore but they're they're still in law enforcement but just not with the department my aunt is a correctional officer for the state and then my and he is a um, police officer in a, in a different city, but because I grew up with officers in my family, I and, and my grandmother's neighbor, who we're well acquainted with, our um, police officer, is a police mm-hmm. officer. Also, um, being being in a police officer's family, you know you do know procedures you do hear about different things uh, that happen and how you know things operate like when they pull someone over they don't immediately get out the car they try to wait a right. little bit and wait for that person to kind of calm down because emotions are high at that moment but like and, and, and there are steps to you know handle situations before reaching for their gun and I feel like most people automatically assume based on stereotypes you know that as black people we're automatically gonna be loud we're automatically gonna be rowdy Uh, you know we're gonna be you know trying to shoot right make a scene scene. shoot back (laughs) you know what I'm saying we're gonna have a shootout and that's not the case. <laughs> you know, most black people don't Yeah. Not that we not that they don't carry guns, but you know, we know not to pull a no gun out on the, on the uh police officers because
1: Yeah, we we right? definitely know boundaries. And
0: now if you being disrespectful and constantly, you know, poking at the bear, the bear's gonna bite back. You know, that's just expected mm-hmm. so but like for me personally I have not really you know had that quote unquote talk but because of my background and, and who I know and things like that you know I kind of not kind of I do know what to do and how to address the the situation you know yes sir no sir hands visible at all times um Mm-hmm. Ricky Smiley uh, from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show I follow him on YouTube and he put a video out on YouTube and he was saying you know the best thing to do when you're driving is put your wallet your license and registration in your mirror so that when the police do come and you need to get your license and stuff you know reach up so they can see your, you know they're constantly going to be seeing your hands so they don't automatically assume right. because you're reaching in your pocket to get your license that you're going to pull out a gun on, you know, and it's mm-hmm. steps to take to prevent things. But at the same time, if that person's already, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to give me a, a, a an arrest today or possibly, you know, kill someone right. Right.
1: or right. on edge Or, like, if you've already had a situation before where somebody did pull a gun out, so you're already like, oh my gosh, here
0: it goes again. And um, what a lot of uh, officers fail to realize, it's okay to take a break. Because it is a stressful job. Mm -hmm. My aunt will take, you know, vacation, you know, throughout the year. Because that's a lot of stress. and like they do mental evaluations on officers but like it's so watered down and it's like you know it's kind of like you can breathe through that but I do feel like you know officers should be trained more officers should be you know put in situations uh, you know doing more of the buddy system you know i mean as you can see the buddy system didn't work in this case
1: yeah i was gonna say even in buddy system we have to be able to go against you know that person stand up and be like wait this is wrong and you know that that's a challenge even to ourselves me you know i need to be able to challenge my non-black friends i need to be able to challenge my white friends to say hey do you see what's going on if you really my friend what what do you think about it what are you gonna say about it you know and it's like those white friends should challenge other white people to also be like hey you know we gotta make a difference you know there there has to be a change something has got to give because you see it as well as i see it you know it's point blank right there and it it no longer needs to be ignored and wiped over and I mean I'm guilty of it I'm guilty of sitting there listening to a white person say something and me like hey chill but not really getting in them and saying like this is why this is wrong this is why you need to stop I respect you as a person you know we're supposed to be friends but you know there has has to be a line and I feel like black people know that line. Black people address the situation. But when are white people going to call out other white people? And I think this is where we're finally getting to a situation now where everyone is beginning to wake up. Hopefully. Everyone is beginning to, you know, say, okay, now I have to use my privilege because, yes, white privilege is a thing. You you need to be able to use your white privilege... To be able to get these other people, racist people, I might add, to stop going against the grain. Like, I mean, the facts are there. The evidence is there. Why do you continue to have something to say against it? You know?
0: And, no, I will say, um, I don't mean to get off topic, but, um. Mm-hmm. Like, when you were saying standing up and speaking out about, you know, you know, letting them know, hey, it's not cool. Even with POC, right. not non-black like, like people color like, that, mm-hmm. like, the N-word situation, like, that that's I'm not gonna get in depth with that, but, yes. like, I had a, a situation where one of my friends was a non person of color and they said it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to me personally yeah. I can't tell you what to do in your own time but if you respect me I'm respect you back so mm-hmm. you know if I ask you not to say it what I mean is I don't want you to say it but at the same time I can't control you so don't say it around me and yeah. that's... I think that's what some people fail to realize. Like, you just can't control every yeah. situation. But you have to let it be respectful yeah. to both parties.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of, of the exact same thing. I... Um, you know, this whole situation process, everything I take every day as a, a learning opportunity. So, the person I am today... It's not the same person I was yesterday. The person I am tomorrow is not the same person I was two, three years ago. And I say that because, you know, I also used to let white people or one specific person slip through with saying this word. This was my teammate, basketball teammate. And I would hear them say it and just kind of be like, hey, chill. Like, you know, you shouldn't really say it but at the same time. You know, they were saying it while singing a song. So it was like, okay, well, maybe it's cool. Like, I know they didn't really mean nothing by it, you know. I'ma just ignore it. So, but the person I am today, no, you can no longer let that slip by. If you you appreciate me as a friend, as a teammate, you appreciate me as a Black person, you will not say that word, right? And you can claim Black Lives Matter, you know, all black, you know, black people, this, white people, that. But if you are still out there saying the N-word, no. You have got to stop. You are contradicting everything. I
0: totally agree.
1: But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I know I mentioned Black Lives Matter, so, I guess we can go ahead and move into what the Black Lives Matter movement is and how we go about doing protests and prevent and he- making sure we hear our word and make sure it does not get overshadowed. So, stated from blacklivesmatter.com, what is the Black Lives Matter movement? Quote, Black Lives Matter was founded in... 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murder Black Lives Matter Foundation is a global organization in the US, UK and Canada whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes unquote Um, I think obviously this is a beautiful way to paint um, the Black Lives Matter movement um but to me it's black lives matter is a call to action it's an acknowledgement of the oppression violence and killings of black people like it it's a hashtag that holds so much weight when it's used like it's a statement in itself you know if you see somebody say black lives matter you know that they understand what is going on in america right. today um, yeah, go,
0: go ahead. Um. I lost my train of thought. Um. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Go on, because I, I can't. I, 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 I forgot what I was going
1: Okay, okay. Um, so... Basically, when you see Black Lives Matter and you see all these people protesting and they have signs up that say many different things, and but you have to realize that when we protest, it's a way for us to express and demand change for our community. We have been protesting since before the Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s. And speaking of which, let me just say... Can we please let Martin Luther King Jr. rest in peace? Everyone wants to fight back with the protests that turn violent with violence is not the answer. MLK wouldn't want that. First of all, y'all shot MLK too. So no matter how peaceful we are, we will always be in the wrong period. Like, we have been peaceful for decades, and no one has listened. We kneeled, we wore t-shirts, we blacked out our profiles, we have peacefully expressed our minds in so many ways, yet we are still criticized. So why should we sit back and do everything all calm? Y'all never listened to us when we was calm. And on top of that, whoever told y'all that the reason the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was passed because of pe- peaceful protesting? was dead wrong because nothing about the civil rights movement was all peaceful and glory that's what those whitewashed textbooks want you to believe they don't tell you about the fire hoses and dogs that chased down and sprayed our ancestors in montgomery alabama there is a civil rights monument dedicated to at least 41 people who lost their lives in the fight for equality against social injustice it is the it is all the equivalent to what is going on today We have to take a stand to express our First Amendment right to peacefully protest. And it's messed up by officers who want to instigate violence and disperse the crowd by use of tear gas and rubber bullets. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't agree with the looting and burning things down and burglarizing places. I mean, if, if you wanted to get a group of people together and go break out the windows of every store in the mall go do it you don't have to use george floyd as an excuse to do that that sends straight up makes signals but my point is everyone wants to bring up martin luther king and how he did it back in his day but what about when he said "Ryanton is the voice of the unheard hmm literally we have been unheard for so long so when are people gonna start listening? What does it take?
0: Um, I will say, you know, I do agree, you know, sometimes you just gotta go to that point. But there is also another stopping point. When you're good, when mm-hmm. you're at the point where you're tearing down your own neighborhood. Where you are, you mm-hmm. know, breaking in the stores, burning burning a school down, burning, yeah, um,
1: especially interfering with black-owned yes,
0: black businesses. Business. That's what I was trying to say. Black-owned businesses. Um, when you when you interfere with people's lives, that's when is when there's a guy of hand. You know, because. Mm-hmm. I forgot the man's name, but he was saying, you know, he put his whole life savings into his business and they burned his business down. What is that man supposed to do now? He don't have no money uh, saved up, you know, for his retirement or anything like that because of people that don't, I want to say don't think, but they don't think you know what I'm saying they don't realize what they're doing could affect how it may affect you know the other person just like the same thing that happened yeah. with the uh, riots in LA with um Rodney King you know if you mm-hmm. if you ever watched uh, a different world on the first epi- the first two episodes of the last season, season six, they had to talk about mm-hmm. this, and it was basically, like, kind of two-sided. Well, I wouldn't say two-sided. It was kind of, like, it was multiple <laughs> angles. Because you had people yeah. who was, like, oh, based on everything, oh, they're going to charge the police officers. They're going to charge it. Other people, like, no, they're not going to charge the police officer. Then you got mm-hmm. people that was blaming, you know, uh, Mister King. And then you got other people that was like, you know, radical. You know, oh, we gonna tear this up. We gonna, you know, tear it. Right. You know. But you just gotta, you know, kind of make smart decisions based on what. The things that I'm doing, is it gonna benefit me later on in the sense that, you know, when all is said and done and when things have calmed down? Cause right now emotions are high. So that's kind of what's feeling fueling mm-hmm. everything. When emotions have died down, um uh, what's gonna happen then? You know. Exactly. They're not gonna they're not gonna or- want to come back and rebuild the target or they're not going to come back and want to, you know, put the Planet fitness back out here because they're scared of the Mm -hmm. same thing happening. And then now that you don't have nothing in your neighborhood, you have to go out to the white neighborhoods and stuff and and go over there. And they don't want you over there. Mm -hmm. So you really have to make conscious decisions based on what you're doing. And yes, there were police officers that was out there instigating. You know situations. I don't believe in that. That's very wrong. And then there are some people that's using Black Lives Matter movement in a negative way, in a way that it was not intended to be used, just to pick up some free stuff. Don't use this opportunity just to get off. You know businesses. You know, don't just use it to get your baby some clothes. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be, right. <laughs> you know, this is something that's serious. It needs to be taken seriously.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, And I'll also add, like, I mean, for the people who have been using this opportunity wrongly, I'll also state that if you pay attention to the videos and, you know, who's at the forefront of this, this is a learning opportunity for non black people to become allies and not to hinder us because you'll notice that a lot of white people are just as, you know, apparent out there in the protest. They're just as, you know, helping us have our voices heard. But there have also been some who are the ones instigating the. Looting and the rioting, also, and rather that's purposely or rather that's miscommunication of what we want. This needs to be the time where, if you want to be an al- ally, if you really want to help as a non black person, then you need to figure out what you can do to help, not just go out there in the protest and just start doing stuff because hey, this is what I've seen before in other protests around the world. You need to find out what, you know, the movement is about, what we're trying to, you know, gain from this. Because obviously, if the media, if the police already see us as, if the president already sees us as thugs and sees us, you know, and I'm not trying to make this political, but, you know, if we're already seen as thugs and we're already seen as, you know, these horrible people, Don't add to that stereotype. That's not what we need. And instead of taking the time back to figure out what we need, we continue to be overheard by these white people. Like, how how are we fighting a fire on both sides? Like, here we are getting killed, and here our voices are over here getting, you know, shadowed, basically. So... That's where we have to set a line where white people just simply need to straight up be like, what can I do to help? What can I do to be an ally? And then do that. Don't just sit there and be like, well, I have a black friend and I really do appreciate them and I like them or, well, I got me a pair of forces, that, but it's just a fashion statement. No, black people made that fashion statement. So since you love our culture, since you love our fashion, since you love our music, do something about it and help us continue to grow. Because if they kill us all, then well, I guess y'all won't have nothing to entertain y'all no more. I mean, I I, I don't know what to say.
0: Yeah, I, def- I definitely agree with that two things uh, that I want to pick it back up with of you one is stereotypes black people do not feed into the stereotypes be great mm-hmm. don't just because they see you you know dress in a certain way that that's actually you you know that that's, that's yeah. not how you judge a person and just like y'all want to you know be you know stylish like how you see other black people being stylish you know they don't necessarily make you you know a gangster or a thug it's a style just like right. the honeycomb was a hairstyle that mo- was popularized by white women you know it's it's just
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know style evolution um you know advancement that don't don't let those um things characterize you don't let your situation where you've been it characterize you you have to build yourself up to a point where you can stand and say what you think of me is not who I am i am intelligent i am powerful I am able to change the world in a positive way. And then, you know, you have cultures that want to appropriate, you know, what we do because they see that what we do and they're like, oh, I want that, I want that, because they look cool. But you don't want what comes okay. with it, And by that I mean exactly. you don't want the 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 shame that comes with it. Or you don't want the um basically the cons. You just want all pros that come with uh, being black in America. And I've even seen you know, um I watched this video uh this Asian people they were basically doing black hairstyles. They were making their hair coily and curly and and you know, they had cornrows and they had box braids, and I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there like, wow, you know, it's just funny how big of an impact that we have on other cultures, yet we're still the minority. You know, I, I never, I never, definitely. never understood that.
1: Yeah, they definitely they love us, but they don't want right. to be us. Right. Basically. Basically. And then, and, and, you know, that's that's a big thing with, with our hair. And, you know, that's almost a, a topic for another episode, almost. You know, hair is a, a, a big thing to Black people, especially being a Black female. And, you know, cornrows, braids date back, you know, all the way back to our ancestors, you know, when slaves were putting patterns through braids in their hairs to through you know underground railroads and tunnels to get to freedom but it's just people don't realize that yes that is a style because we make it a style but to us it's another protective hairstyle to us it's another way to wear my hair you know and it's not for everybody we really be tr- y'all think we trying to come at y'all and tell y'all y'all can't do something but believe me when I say put some brace in your head if you want to your hair will be falling out you have to have textured hair and you know and that and, and that's not I'm sorry you know that's that's nothing but same as how my hair won't get as straight as y'all's. You know, y'all will never be able to hold braids like I will, and and that's that's just that's just how we're made. That's just how you know everything is, is situated. But yet they gonna try. Well, <laughs> Believe me, they gonna try. They It's just, and I mean this really wasn't a, a, a episode and a conversation to kind of start like a, a black versus white thing because it 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 is but it isn't. It's always right versus wrong. But when right versus wrong becomes black versus white, you know, at some point it crosses lines. And that's where we have to get back on. If you're not on the black side, you on the wrong side. I'm sorry. That's just strictly what it is. Because right now, black people are the ones being oppressed. We are the ones being victimized. We are the ones being killed. We are the ones suffocating, you know, daily. So many cases go unheard. Not everyone goes viral. You know, so so the ones that do go viral, everyone's like, well, this only happens once in the blue moon. Mm -hmm. No. This, like, I mean, if you're looking at it, we have now started to have a case go viral. You know, it's now becoming like, what? Once every three months or so? It's becoming so frequent. And, you know, it gets tiring to continue to see another Black person, you know, someone that could be your father, your mother, you know, your brother's sister, a friend that's, you know, just anyone that you know that is Black could easily just die without any say-so at all. I, I totally agree. And... And I think, you know, we're getting to the point where we're just tired, it's, it's ex- exhaustion. And I, I mean, I, I would like to believe that now white people are beginning to take a stance and beginning to step up. And I hate to say it, but we're only gonna be able to get somewhere with those white people you know until we can get ourselves in position in higher positions we have to reach out to those people in higher positions which are going to be white officials so my prayer and hope is that now that we have an ear we hopefully can start to make some changes and see some differences You know, a lot of people are still confused as to why the protest is still continuing, why people are still rioting when the officer that, or ex-officer, as I might say, is fired and arrested for George Floyd's murder. It's because we need those three other officers that were involved also arrested, Why should they walk away free and get to go home to their family? Are they not guilty of association? Were they not there? Could they not have as easily pushed our officer away, tapped him? Hey, man, it's cool. Let's get him up. We have him handcuffed. We have him on the ground. Let's get him up and speak to him. Were they that afraid that, you know, that this officer has some type of status to where no one else wanted to say anything to him? You know, where do we get to the point where we don't care who it is that we're going to stick up for what we believe in and what we know is right and no longer sit there and overlook? I know I'm I'm, I'm kind of ranting. You, know, you can uh, jump in whenever you want.
0: You know, it's, it's just giving me a lot to think about because um, it's funny that you say, you know, not funny, but I'm glad that you pointed out, you know, why aren't the other officers involved? Why weren't they uh, taking the custody? And, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you take situations away, think about it like this. If those exact four officers went to go rob the liquor store, the Three of them was mm-hmm. in the car. How many was it all together? It was five, correct? Um, I believe it was four. four. Don't mark me okay, on that. Well, four of them were sitting in the car, and the one that actually committed the crime, you know, they came. You know, they one person actually committed the crime, and they all drove off. When the police pulled them mm-hmm. over, who they taking in? Everybody because you're you're everybody called in by association. And uh-huh. there are a lot of people in jail by association. There are also a lot of people exactly. in jail who don't speak up. They're not gonna snitch because snitches get stitches. People that don't <laughs> snitch get twenty years to life and the person that actually did it, you know, walked around here free. They're not caring about you, you know. They're not coming to visit you, putting money on your books and stuff like that because they free, they ain't right. right? got to worry about you. And, and you know, when you don't speak up about things that are wrong, you're helping the situation get worse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're definitely aiding to mm-hmm. the not the not help of the situation it's definitely not um, something that you want to be ever caught in the middle of but <clears throat> i feel like if you, if you don't understand that then then you're the a problem because why should we be just okay with one officer when it's three officers that's the equivalent of what we was talking about earlier you know um i'm going to let my white friend get away with saying derogatory words but if i was to see anybody else saying it i'm going to say something to them you don't know no we need to speak up we need to speak out and that's a challenge also to you know my white people out there if you do see your friends who are not so close to a black person who don't understand and they're saying things that you don't agree with speak up say something you don't have to be the most knowledgeable one in the room I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable one in the room I don't know any everything but what I do know is that I believe and I stick up for what I believe in like when you have a belief and you know it's right from wrong that's all you need to do is make your statement known. no you're wrong this is what happened I don't know every little detail But this will happen. And I mean, you're definitely going to face those people who just want to, you know, (laughs) my dad always tells me, the devil just want to start a conversation with you. You know, you always going to have those people who just sit there and provoke you and question you and make it seem like, twist your thoughts and make it seem like you talking crazy and talking wrong. But you can't let that get the best of you. You know what's right. And you got to stick up for that. Period.
0: Right, right.
1: But um, I definitely think it's a conversation that needs needs to be talked about. Um, I I really feel like we, we hit on a lot, and it's so much more that can go into depth about the whole situation about the oppression of Black people. Um, Do you have any last comments, Jabari?
0: Um, Just to all my protesters, please be mindful of where you protest. Um, I I know a lot of these cities and and towns have shut down early or placed curfews. Um, So please be mindful of where you're um, where you're protesting Um, make sure that you're in Mm -hmm. a organized protest that you not that you know is going to or not going to get out of hand but make sure that it is organized um, or it has some form of order don't just go down because people just yelling and they don't even know what they're yelling about Um, please don't participate in riot in looting and things like that don't burn down your neighborhood. That's that's not the way to solve the issue, but get the people's attention.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um we definitely want to make our voices heard, but we don't want our voices to be overshadowed and covered by, you know, the the hatred that is still going on. Um so if you want to learn more about Black Lives Matter movement and different ways to help, you can visit blacklivesmatters.carrd.co. This link will be posted on our social media's and if you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Air. So, on behalf of myself and Jabari, we would like to extend our deepest sympathy and prayers to the family of George yes. Floyd. Um, together, I believe we can all make a difference and change the world.
0: Yes, most definitely. Well, guys, we thank you for listening. Um, we may do a follow-up um, That may, that's possibly in the works to do a follow-up. Um, if we do, we will be sure to let you know so that you are tuned in Um, we will be putting out another episode on the 15th Uh, this episode will go up either Friday hopefully Friday we want to get it out as soon as possible if we can get it out Thursday it's even better today is Wednesday Uh, but at the latest it will be out on Saturday so please be sure to tune in make sure you share this with your friends this is a conversation that needs to be had not only between your friends but also um challenge people you know see see where their Mm -hmm. head is at in a respectful way please be respectful with everything that you do all the conversation that you have about this because this is a touchy situation for um most people and so please be respectful of other people's feelings and their thoughts. Um, yeah, but that's all that we have for today. Again, this is Jabari.